0: A real estate agent is really that person that's supposed to help guide you through the home buying process for all the things that could come up for the largest transaction of your life. If you're not gonna go buy knee surgery off Craigslist, why would you do the same thing for your home, right?
1: Well, Adam, I'm not sure I would even use Craigslist for knee surgery, but but I guess you could do that. But I certainly wouldn't want to buy a house on Craigslist. Although I guess that happens as well. We talk all about how to buy a house and how social media plays a role in that on this week's episode.
2: I think Jay it is Kayla gives so many great hints here. But the funny thing is, and I was thinking about this when Kayla said it is think about the two largest investments that we make as as humans, It's, it's typically our home and a car. And we bought our home and artificial knee, maybe uh, you know, artificial knee. but we, we, we make these huge decisions you know, with a car. We, they let us drive around the block and they say, okay, Hey, do you want to you know, drop 40 grand on this? And for a home, you get to walk through it maybe spend 15 minutes on it. And, hey, do you want to spend a half a million dollars on this? That is why it's so important to have that trusted source of an agent and Kayla and how she works with her 130,000 Remax agents and empowers them is, is pretty spectacular.
1: Yeah, I love this episode. Kayla Roof, who's a senior social media manager at Remax, joins us. And I gotta tell you, if you think you've got challenges kind of getting your team members aligned around social and kind of keeping them pointed in the right direction, imagine having 130 Thousand real estate agents asking you questions about how to use social media most effectively. That is not a job that I necessarily want, but thank God Kayla is here to do it.
2: Right, and 130,000 people that don't
1: report to your boss. You know that they are independently, yeah, because they're independently owned and operated. Yeah, so all she can do is, yeah, she can just make suggestions, but not uh, make any demands. And boy. Uh, She still has her good humor about it, uh, which is pretty spectacular. You're going to like this episode, friends of Social Pros. It's Kayla Roof from Remax. Uh, We're going to get to her in just a second. Just a quick acknowledgement of our sponsors this week. As always, our good friends at Salesforce Marketing cloud. They have an amazing ebook. If you listen to this show, it's right up your alley. It's called 50 social media best practices. I'll bet you, you know, at least seven of them. So maybe there's 43 you don't know. You should download this ebook. You're going to learn a lot. It takes a lot of things that Adam and I talk about here on the show, puts it on paper for you. Go to bit.ly slash tips, 50 social. Let me give that to you slower. B-I-T dot L-Y slash T-I-P-S s five zero Social, Grab that from Salesforce Marketing Cloud. Also, here we are talking about social media strategies with Kayla and a lot of our guests. If you need help taking your social media strategy to the next level, you need help measuring the effectiveness of social better, you need help figuring out your center of excellence or your staffing patterns, maybe my team and I at Convince and Convert can help you. We work with many of the world's most interesting and iconic brands, helping them solve their social media challenges. Let us know, convinceandconvert.com. Let's hear from Kayla Roof from REmax this week on Social Pros. You know, Adam, it's interesting how much we take for granted buying and selling real estate in in the US. But Kayla Roof is going to join us here on the program this week. She's the senior social media manager from Remax uh, LLC located in Denver, Colorado. Adam, did she tell us that it's the world's largest real estate organization or something like that? Something crazy. So
2: the number one real estate company in the world. In the world. The world's most prolific real estate agents. Um, that's amazing. That's, that's a pretty that's, impressive claim. Uh, and it I, is. I, but I tell you, it's such an interesting thing. You, you forget the fact that, that real estate for probably virtually all of us is going to be the largest uh, investment uh, source of, of consternation and fear where we need experts to, to help us. And an interesting thing like Remax and what I'd love to hear Kayla tell us a little bit about in the next couple of minutes is how it's important not only for a, a customer who's thinking about buying a home to find an agent, but if you're trying to sell a home, you have to have a, a real estate agent as well, and and how digital and social has changed that business.
1: Kayla, welcome to the show. Glad to have you with us.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me on. Excited.
1: So, so REMAX is a, a franchise organization, uh, as I understand it. So, there are REMAX offices all over the place. There's one just right around the corner from where I sit right now. How is your team structured, and how do you support this many, 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 many Remax agents and offices all over the place? Uh, how, how do you herd all those cats?
0: Sure. So um, we have over 130,000 agents worldwide in over 110 countries and territories. So you were correct. Um, you probably see Remax all the time, and I'm on the social media side of the house. So I was actually brought on to Remax about 3 years ago as their first full-time social media person um have grown or doubled my my team to now two people, which is exciting. And we actually sit on the communication side. Um, we have a marketing team that handles all of our paid advertising through digital and then myself and the rest of the communications team um, and my other employee all work on the content side. So handle all of our brand channels, all of um, our CEO channels as well. And it's a big job, but we also help support our agents and brokers around the world too. And if they have social media questions or support, you know, we're always that that first kind of gateway to help connect them with the right people as well.
1: Do you have uh, regulations or policies in the organization that sort of dictates what agents can do in social or, or do you just try and give them best practices and sort of send them on their way?
0: Well, because they're independently owned and operated, we let them kind of run and run with it. Um, We do obviously have a best practices guide that we update every year, but no regulations. Obviously, um, that's per per platform base. So fair housing and that kind of thing with advertising always becomes an issue, but we let the agents kind of handle that on their own
1: in terms of the accounts that you manage for the corporation for Remax, which is sort of the brand accounts, uh, different from the individual offices or individual agents or or brokers, what are you trying to accomplish with those accounts? What What is sort of the social media strategy, if you will, for, for Remax?
0: Yeah, so we really, we're a business that builds businesses. That's you know, kind of one of our biggest mottos, Um, all of our agents and brokers, they're entrepreneurs, and we use our social media accounts to help arm them and help their social media. So we do have, we have two Facebook pages, Um, one that's called We Are Remax, and that's really our community page um, where we're highlighting our agents and brokers in the network doing great things, and, you know, highlighting our conferences coming up. We have a big one coming up here in the next couple of weeks that we're really excited for. And then we have our just regular Facebook page that's just Remax, and that's for the home buyer and seller content. So um, best practices on home buying or curb appeal or anything that kind of has to do with a home, which there's a lot of different topics that go with home. And that content is We always make sure that it's content that we would want our agents and brokers to share out into their communities. We also create content for our agents and brokers to share um, holiday-based, obviously timely things. And we work through um, a platform called BombBomb Social Prompt, where our actual social media team creates four pieces of content a month for one for one track for our agents and one track for our brokers, where we kind of put that content all in there for them and then it automatically posts onto their social pages if they wanted to. So it's really, again, all coming back to a business that builds businesses, and we're here to support our agents and brokers around the world.
2: Kale, one of the things that Jay and I talk about on the show is, is kind of how social has disrupted all different sorts of of businesses. And I I think that kind of almost goes without saying here and here in 2020, but I'm curious how social is disrupting the real estate business. One of my best friends uh, in Austin is a real estate agent and I watch how he leverages social at a exponentially crazy level. He's putting two, three videos a day up on YouTube. He's putting pictures of the houses, um, that he is, uh, he's selling up on Instagram. He's putting pictures of everybody he, at the closing table that he, uh, he sells a house to uh, up on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I'm curious kind of how you have seen the business change, even in the three years that you've been there as social media manager at, uh, at Remax.
0: Oh, it's, it's changed a lot. I mean, I've gone from a coordinator to a senior manager in three years. So if that (laughs) says anything, um, it went from, I think my first post that I even like created myself in Canva was happy Easter. And it was this balloon. It was like an egg, but we made it a hot air balloon. Like the Remax hot air balloon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And now um, I've been working a lot with the CEO over the last year and a half two years and we're all about video so it's funny that you you mentioned video and we really kind of push for our agents to be that local community expert like as a national we can't tap into all the community things happening around the world but we can help our agents be showcase themselves on social media outside of the advertising dollars being spent like being that video expert being that someone that is inside the community and maybe they're going around and showcasing what the dog park looks like next to this home. And it's not just about this listing, right? Or this home for sale. It's about, it's about a community, which is what social media is all about, right? It's about connecting people and having this large community and kind of localizing your content to make sure that people know who to go to and real estate, you know, we were talking before this, you know, it's the largest transaction in your entire life. And we have these people coming in, you know, we call them iBuyers that are like, like, we'll, we'll purchase your home online and then just sell it and, or whatever it is. And a real estate agent is really that person that's supposed to help guide you through the home buying process for all the things that could come up for the largest transaction of your life. You're not going to go buy knee surgery off Craigslist. Why would you do the same thing for your home? Right? So social media has helped connect our agents, um, to that larger community within their local sphere and helped them be that expert um, using video. I mean, we, we really push all of our agents to be doing video. And our CEO does a video every single day (laughs) talking about why we should be doing video. So it's disrupted, I would say, but we also don't like the word disruption because we call ourselves the original disruptors. You can see my poster behind me. We started a revolution and we were the first real estate franchise that kind of disrupted the industry. And there's always going to be things coming in and out. It's just how you adapt to change. And that's what social media is all about.
2: I do want to come back to uh, to ask you a little bit about how you work with your CEO because I think for anybody uh, who's listening to our show who has a, a very senior leader that they're needing to work with in terms of social, there's, there's probably a lot of tips that you can provide us. But I do want to go back to that agent, 130,000 agents. And I'm going to assume, and Kayla, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that you probably have many or most of those agents who are seeing the value of social. They're understanding, hey, I need to do this. My business is different than it was four or five years ago. This has gone from a nice to have to a must have. Uh, but you may have some that are more traditional. They've, have had a, they've had their real estate license in their business for decades, and they're probably used to doing something a certain way. How has that real estate agent changed over the past decade or so? And what are you doing to kind of encourage them, not just to use social media, but to your point earlier, how to use social media in the right way?
0: Yeah, I mean, relationships is a big thing too, as so I talked about community, but those older agents that maybe haven't bought into the idea um, of social media they've established relationships maybe outside, offline, right? And those newer agents that are coming in are having to find this new way to do business of, you know, people are used to being able to get answers quickly online. They're used to being able to establish a relationship with someone online before maybe they even know who they are. Um, And so our agents have seen tremendous growth. I have a few agents in our sphere that, Um, all through organic, most of their businesses come from social media. Instagram specifically is one of the highest, I would say lead generation channels. Mm -hmm. Um, and Facebook, obviously Facebook's that conglomerate that everyone kind of goes to, but being that visual, um, platform Instagram, we've seen a lot of success for our agents there and specifically Instagram stories where people can have that like kind of quick snap moment of, where a home is or what it's listed at right now and kind of getting that relationship being built between you and that real estate agent, again, before you ever meet them. So obviously there's a paid side to things. And I think some people have gone all in on the paid strategy, but we've really helped encourage our agents to, again, do video um, and not just listing videos, but maybe it's them taking a tour around the home and showing people what they find the, to be the most compelling part about a home. Um, that's what a real estate agent's there for, right? It's supposed They're supposed to help you s- see things that maybe you wouldn't get from a photograph or from just a generic listing online. So again, building that relationship with you and the consumer in using social media to do that before maybe you even exchange a business card or a handshake later down the road.
1: I'm sure Kayla that some agents as Adam referenced are reflexively excited about social. They use social a lot in their personal lives. So to say, hey, you should use social media in your business life as a real estate professional is not a stretch for them. And then I'm sure there's others that are a little bit more skeptical what are the the key metrics that you use when you're working with agents to sort of help them understand whether or not their efforts are are working?
0: I'm all about engagement. Um, so whether and not engagement, whereas a like or you know, a reaction, if you will, someone that is actually commenting and showing interest in that and potentially sending you a DM and saying, hey, I saw that listing online. Can you tell me more about it? Here's my contact information. Um, So really the engagement piece is kind of where I'm pushing for them as versus obviously reach. And I do think shares are really important as well. I mean, that's uh, something if your content is shareable, then that just means more eyes are on it, not necessarily um, the reach, but someone is compelled enough to share your content on their own channels that means that you must have some some great content. so engagement I guess is a simple answer to that.
1: One of the things that I find interesting about real estate and digital is the prevalence of, of kind of online word of mouth we would call it so places like house or uh, next door, and, and 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 even Facebook groups for local communities or neighborhoods. How often do you as sort of Remax brand get involved in those kind of communities? And then along the same lines, how much do you advise your Remax uh, franchisors, franchisees, I should say, uh, to, to get involved in those kind of places online as well?
0: That's a really great question because we do have a lot of really excited agents online that start their own Facebook groups. And it's more around maybe building their business, not necessarily a consumer facing community like, you know, Remax for Denver, Colorado, but it's more like Remax the creative group. And there's 15,000, individuals inside that group that are all creating content and graphics and things to share with one another. We have a REMAX play group, which is all about creating video and best practices and kind of that peer peer support. Um, We do also have groups that are corporate owned, and I, I use quotations in that sense, that we invite our agents that are top producers. So you know, our higher level, um, maybe brokers that have large offices or lots of agents and doing millions of dollars in transaction sites a year. Um, We have a specific group for them as well to kind of connect with one another, send referrals to one another, and kind of share best practices on how to recruit agents to their business. So, our brand while we try not to get super involved with our agent run groups because they really don't want us to as corporate because once we do it kind of changes that dynamic of the group um i'm sure anyone listening that has agent facebook groups or affiliate or network groups can feel my pain in that where um if we chime in on a conversation all of a sudden it turns to like why isn't this happening for me or I have this issue. And like I said, it changes the whole dynamic of the group. So we've really put a process in place to work directly with the admins of those groups to help share correct information um, and kind of arm them with the right tools in order to facilitate conversations. We know all the things that are happening in the groups, or we should be. Most people are. Um, We just try not to get involved at a corporate level again. As it changes the dynamic of the group.
2: Kayla Roof, senior social media manager for Remax. It's it's great having you on the show. One of the things that I'm I'm really curious about, uh, and I think this is this is true for any type of what we probably call ambassador relations program is as you're creating your editorial calendar, your social editorial calendar, you're working with your other dis- disciplines and departments in the communications and maybe even the marketing organization there at REMAX, you're probably having to determine, okay, which of these messages are we going to send out as REMAX? And which of these messages would it be more appropriate for me or you to share with the franchisees to share with the agents so that they actually share those messages out with their audience and perhaps add some third-party third-party credibility or endorsement is that part of your workflow and is that part of your uh, thought process as you kind of create your your content strategies
0: absolutely i mean there's a reason why we have two facebook pages even right it's like what content goes where um we saw some really great growth on our linkedin channel this last year i think by follower growth we grew by 54 uh, percent year over year which is crazy and we've and that was because we really streamlined our content to fit what that channel is used for so our educational materials big big announcements even that could impact an agent's business we've really we weren't just posting to post and it really paid off for us. Same with all of our other accounts. That's why I work on the communications team. And luckily we get a lot of information, a lot of um, different departments, including our global team, our REMAX university team, our approved supplier department. We're really that, that, big pot that holds all the information and we're trying to figure out how we're spewing it all out and that's why the Facebook groups have also become a great um, way to give information that should be kept within the network in those privately owned groups as versus publicly shared maybe that where we wouldn't want the media or a competitor to see the information that we're, we're sharing. So we're about three months out on our content usually for how like about a quarter at a time where we know at least the general idea of what's going out that week. Um, and then we just build content around how we want to tell the story. So we always know. And part of that's me just kind of being a little OCD and what, <laughs> and being really planned out. We use Coros as our scheduling platform and we I love color-coordinated things. I have an editorial calendar that's like fully booked for the entire year what kind of topics we're going to be doing. And that also helps with our bomb um, bomb social prompt for our agents to use as well. I need to have that content in the queue for three months before it ever goes out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Real estate is such a relationship-driven business in many cases. Do you use influencers to help change the way the public thinks about REMAX max versus other real estate organizations in the US?
0: I'm going to say yes because we just launched our first influencer program like this year so that's exciting for us. Um, we started with our big convention it's called Remax R4 and we selected seven individuals from across the U.S. within our network that had uh, some kind of influence, whether it be within a Facebook group, like big Facebook group, or maybe they have a huge Instagram following. And we use them to help promote our event um, out to the rest of our network. So we actually currently are having an Instagram story takeover and each one of them are doing their you know, their day and life of a Remax agent. And I hope to continue this program after R four is over to figure out what does that look like, especially with our global agents. Like people are really interested to know like what our agents in Germany are up to, right? So yeah. and how that how that different, how that how that differentiates across seas of what the home buying process is or what people um, seek value in as far as what their homes are so we've seen the payoff on the influencer program for our four event we've had a lot of um registrations i think we're up by a few thousand registrants and i'm not going to wow. attribute it all the influencers but it definitely <laughs> paid a part and we're excited to see where it goes next
1: so the influencers are agents or, or yes. they are, okay. Okay. I just want to make make sure of that so there are people from within your community who can um, encourage agents who might be on the fence that they should definitely come to the event, et cetera.
0: Correct. Yeah. And we have yeah. tried working with more of the blogger type type influencers mm-hmm. in the past. It really hasn't paid off well for us. Um, because we're not necessarily a lifestyle brand. kind Like if you were to think of a, Better Homes and Garden or Martha Stewart, like we're not necessarily you just highlighting. You to do
1: it where, like, if you buy a home with a Remax realtor, you get a free teeth whitening kit. Like that, <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. like that's, or a that's basically the plant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> or, or Bang Energy or something like that. Like exactly. It's, it all, exactly. It all writes itself, really. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, and I'm sure Adam is interested as well in this topic, is uh, if, if, if a buyer or a seller has some sort of an issue, right? They feel that they have been (laughs) treated poorly uh, by their Remax agent in some way. I suspect because there's a lot of confusion in the channel and everybody's got their own thing going on that sometimes you uh, bear the brunt of that and they just type, they go to Twitter and type Remax and they find your account or they go to Facebook and do the same and all of a sudden this shows up on Kayla's desk and somebody's like, I didn't like my agent or whatever. Um, they messed up my paperwork. What is your philosophy or or sort of um, kind of triage system for social media customer service?
0: Sure. And let's change that sometimes to all the time, (laughs) especially during um, a politically charged year, let's say, um, with people having very strong opinions online, whether that be Political or not, and they have Remax, let's say, as their job title. So um, all the time, and we do have an escalation process. Um, I do have my goal this year is actually to onboard our customer support team onto our social media. As is right now, it's just myself and my one employee and my my intern, kind of sorting through the hundreds of messages we get a day, whether it be a review oh, you're or a freaking DM. Freaking me out right now. <laughs> Um, the, there is an escalation process, and we do we do try to direct them to customer customer support as needed. If something, let's say, we've had a few times this year, unfortunately, where we've had an agent we call it agents behaving badly, and they have said maybe something racially charged online, um, where there's a there there could be an impact with media like it could get some viral media coverage we are a publicly traded companies so obviously we care very much about what our investors think and feel about our company as well we will then take that um, content route it through our regional team or our global team or that globe like we do have independently owned regions as well so we'll contact that region and have the region reach out to that office or broker to have that conversation with the agent to kind of get resolution offline and then depending on what the resolution is at the end, um, we'll issue a response either through a DM or a, a comment if it was public, just to let them know we took action on that and thanks for bringing it to our attention. So it's a big job, but I think we've, we've tried to put a Band-Aid over, over it until we get that actual support from customer service on our channels.
2: Well, to pivot from agents behaving badly <laughs> to showcasing agents who do wonderful social media activities, I'm curious, you mentioned the Influencer program where you've, you've handpicked you know, a half dozen or so of your, your best performing agents out of the 130,000. I'm curious, uh, Kayla, if you're doing anything else to kind of showcase an agent that does something amazing, recognizing that sometimes the best way to teach uh, is to show examples of of great case studies. Anything that you're doing when you see one of those Remax agents is just creating great killer content, or doing something really interesting or innovative to then share that out with the uh, the rest of the Remax ecosystem.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think part of the beauty, again, is we're working on the communications team I have. We just launched uh, news.remax.com this year, which is our new storytelling brand journalism website. And uh, it's a consolidation of our blog, our internal kind of, we called it above magazine online platform and our newsroom all into one cohesive site where everything kind of lives. And anytime I see things happening online, um, because I do, I see a lot of things happening online of people doing great things in the community. I'll forward that onto our editorial team, and depending on what that looks like or what our strategy is for that month or week, let's say, we do feature our agents. I also started a re- on our on our news site, which is great, and then we share that article obviously across our platforms. And then I also started a. Um, I called it REMAX role models where I kind of created a little graphic and I put their headshot on there and I just kind of did a little brief thing that went on our, we are REMAX Facebook page. And I try to do that once a week. The great thing is we have many agents doing a lot of different things and in their communities, whether it's um, to support our children's miracle network, hospitals, philanthropy, CSR program, or, you know, any, or raising money for breast cancer awareness. So there's a lot of the great things happening. It's how do you kind of consolidate that with 130,000 agents and still give them the love that they deserve while making sure it fits into the broader audience, right? So that's kind of the challenge here. And I have a full team behind me to kind of help vet those stories.
2: Yeah, I understand that. This idea of, oh, great, we have 130,000 people who can speak on behalf of the company. And the other half of you goes, oh, Crap, we have 100,000, <laughs> 30,000 people who can exactly. speak on behalf of the company.
1: <laughs> Everybody's a
2: spokesperson. Everybody's Everyone. a spokesperson. Everyone. <laughs> and I, I do, I do want to, my last question, uh, Kayla, is actually probably your your chief spokesperson and that would be your CEO. And I think you are so fortunate to have a CEO who understands the value of social that wants to be a part of it. And it, it warms my heart and I'm sure Jay's heart too to hear that your CEO is excited about using video and understanding how that is a, a powerful touch point, not only to the agents, but to uh, to your customers and to your consumers. I'm curious how you work with a CEO here in, in 2020. Uh, do you, as you kind of work uh, with your CEO, are you working with the executive communications teams or the larger PR um, and strategy teams? How do you kind of coordinate what your CEO shares and and kind of what that looks like, or is this more between you and and the CEO and, and kind of coordinating those types of activities?
0: Sure. So I think it all stems from the podcast we launched. Um, a year and a half ago called start with a win and we took the gary v approach of having one staple piece of content and that one piece of content trickles down into 10 to 15 pieces of content and i have social content for the entire month or for the next few months right and then we and that's really kind of how we started this journey together um myself our producer of the podcast and Adam Gontas, our CEO was kind of us three navigating what this looks like. And it's really grown over the last few years we had actually, we went out to New York and had a conversation with Facebook about what we should be doing in order to amplify now that we have kind of this great process in place and the strategy and it's working, like what can we do to take it to the next level and This year is all about how do we personalize Adam a little bit more um, as versus just him as a a thought leader in the industry or a motivational speaker to our agents and brokers, but who is Adam Contos outside of that? So we meet every single week. Um, if I'm going to help him with his content, I need to kind of know what goes on in his head. So having that one-on-one conversation with him every week to say, what are you doing this week? Are you going hiking this weekend with the family and the dogs? Are you going on a trip to meet with agents in the network? Are you? What are those things that I could reach out to you and say, hey, like, could you send me a photo? Could you send me a video? I'd happy to help publish that for you if you don't have the time. And he, ha- we have a really good working relationship um, where he can text me on the weekends and say, hey, like, this happened. What do you think? And I'll give him my honest opinion. And I think that's the beauty of working with him for the last year and a half is that he knows I'm going to give him my honest opinion as well. So, um, and then I work with our internal communications team. We have one person that kind of heads up our executive voice of what that's supposed to look like. Um, I go to him if I need Adam to kind of speak about industry trends, what's happening in the market, um, what some of our competitors are doing, if we need to kind of issue a statement. He's the person that actually helps approve all of my content before it actually goes out. And then a lot of the little things, it's just me and Adam. I don't know that I answered your question. I was like, a full circle.
2: (laughs) No, I I think that's, I think the reason I I wanted to ask the question is is because I know any social media practitioner recognizes the way that they're going to move up in an organization is to have those established, trusted counselor relationships with the senior executives. And and Kayla, it sounds like you have done that and you've demonstrated that. And I think that's what probably many of our listeners aspire to do.
0: Yeah, and I would just say have that one-on-one connection or at least position yourself as that expert. He may have an opinion of what content should go out, but when I tell him, hey, we we tried this this last time and it got not a lot of engagement, let's try it different this way and having this, that data to back it up is really, I mean, I'm a data-driven person as well, so it helps that I can kind of come in and say, this is what I think and feel let's try it this way. If it doesn't work, let's go on to the thing or on to the next thing. And I think, um, he really respects that. And you know, he's a CEO, so he just wants, what is the answer? <laughs> and then let's do it.
1: <laughs> when he went to Facebook and said, how do we amplify the podcast? They say, just give us your credit card and we got it all covered.
0: <laughs> Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they were like, it was a, a, a way. It was a roundabout away because we've had a few conversations now where they're talking with our marketing team and I'm like, sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, they got to make money. They're a public company too.
0: Exactly. You know, we love Facebook.
1: (laughs) Kayla Roof, who's the senior social media manager for Remax joins us this week on Social Pros. Kayla, I'm going to ask you the two questions we ask everybody here on the program, dating back all the way to 2008, nine. I don't know. Long time,
2: long uh, time ago, long time ago. <laughs> Dog years multiple by seven. It's, yeah, it's tough. yeah,
1: it's a long time. Uh, Kayla, what one tip would you give somebody who's looking to become a social pro?
0: I think go all in um, with social media. You really can't, you really have to invest a lot of your time, energy, not only at work, but also when you're not at work into what you do. And that's how burnout happens. So being really invested in, in loving what you do, I think it, that's kind of like a, mm, yeah, I kind of had to have a come a Jesus moment of like, do I really want to spend my weekends monitoring comments that come on the Facebook page? Is this something that I can sustain for the rest of my life or the rest of this time I'm working for this company? And if you can accept that and go all in on what you do and love it, then you'll be fine. I mean, I love what I do. So I don't get annoyed when people <laughs> contact me at nine o'clock at night saying, Hey, this was posted. What do you think? Should we take it down? Sure. Yeah, we probably should. So <laughs> go all in is probably the best piece of advice I can give.
1: Yeah, I think that's really interesting, Kayla. and And so true it's sometimes hard, especially in company environments, like the one that, that you're in, it's a public company. You think, well, I'm working for a corporation. So even though I'm in social media, because a corporation is going to be more of a corporation style job with corporation style expectations and hours. And that's not typically the case. I, I think it's, it's really wise what you said there. And I think social pros listeners, many of whom uh, have similar roles, will, will take that to heart and understand what you're saying that like, you know, if you don't love social media, you probably suck at social media. Um, so, you, you know, you, you, you need It's not a job that you can do halfway. That's for sure. Absolutely. Last question for Kayla Roof, senior social media manager at Remax. Mm-hmm. If you could do a video call with any living person, who would it be?
0: You probably had this as an answer before, but it's actually really true for me. John Ellaway,
1: you- cause you're in Denver.
0: No, I have mixed feelings about John Elway. Peyton Manning would be pretty cool though. Let's just, (laughs) um, I was going to say Mark Zuckerberg and I think just because he's really smart and whenever he was in, um, going through all the stuff with the Supreme court and like his answers and how eloquent he was and how patient he was, it just really made me want to know what goes on in this guy's head to have this big company and having all the things that he has to deal with and still kind of keep a level head, uh, which I'm sure it's not like that all the time. But during that piece, it was really interesting. And then obviously watching the movie kind of inspired me to figure out how we all got started with it. So...
1: there you go social pros listeners the zuck the (laughs) zuck is the answer from kayla which is terrific i think everybody would love to uh to have some sort of conversation uh with mr zuckerberg since his uh company has such a big role to play in in how we all spend our time every day
0: yeah sorry for being cliche
1: no it's (laughs) actually no i think That's a good answer we actually haven't had it very often on the Mm -hmm. show as a matter of fact um (laughs) what would be your, uh, last one? Uh, what would be your one tip for people looking to purchase a home other than using a Remax agent? Uh, I'm sure you, you are around a lot of real estate stuff all the time. What would you tell them? What's the one thing they got to do?
0: Oh, you said other than using a real estate agent.
1: Yeah. Other than using <laughs> Remax. Cause I figured you would say that. Okay, what, would be your second, great. what would be your second
2: choice and not buy low, sell high. Cause we know that. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. I think, so I actually haven't purchased my first home yet. So, I mean, if
1: only sorry. you had a bro, if only you had an agent you could use.
0: I know you guys know anyone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just Google it.
0: Um, I think with the home buying and selling process, and I guess it depends on where you are in your journey, whether you're a first time home buyer or second time home buyer, downsizing, or wherever I think really just making sure that you understand what the market looks like and what it could look like in the next two to three years based on trends, right? Working in Remax, I can see how it's gone up and down or where, I mean, and maybe that's <laughs> buy low, no, sell high, it's but no, it's, really no, it's great advice. Yeah. I mean, for me being a millennial, I really want to buy a home in Denver, but I can't spend half a million dollars on a studio condo, condo right now and kind of just waiting And making sure that you're making the right choice in the community that you want to live in for the next three to five years, let's say, or 10 years, or the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, whatever house you buy, you're probably gonna have to sell it eventually. So, exactly. And get
0: pre qualified. I heard that you're supposed to get pre qualified before you even talk to an agent. So, there you go. Avoid
1: wasting people's time. Mm -hmm. Well, I think what you should do to be able to afford a nicer condo, Kayla, is just start charging Remax by the hour. I know uh, because all the time that you're spending, I think that that's my, that's my gift to you. <laughs> Hourly compensation for the social media team. I let
0: Adam Contos know.
1: <laughs> Please give him <me> my number. <laughs> Kayla, thanks so much for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. You're fantastic as we fully expected you to be. Congratulations on all the success with Remax as well.
0: Thank you so much, Jay, Adam. Um, appreciate you having me on and, have a great rest of your week and year and 2020. And for all the other social pros out there, if you ever need a a friend or advice, just contact me on LinkedIn.
1: Uh, that's very kind. We appreciate that's that great. very much. Yeah, that's awesome. Social Pros listeners, there she is. Kayla Roof from Remax, this week's guest on the program. We'll be back next week with some more spectacular uh, information for all you social pros out there. Thanks as always to our sponsors, Salesforce Marketing Cloud. I am Jay Bear, founder of Convince & Convert. He is Adam Brown from Salesforce Marketing Cloud. And this has been the Social Pros Podcast.